This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Australia. Hey, big thanks to the Transposition crew for the last show, and good evening, my love. Good evening, my love. Thanks, Transpositions. That was a great show. Now, my love. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Yes. I'm good for a Tuesday. I know. We were all we were all very comfortable on the couch this evening, watching a bit of telly. Then we went, oh shit, we've got the show, <laughs> and it's a balmy night in and Melbourne. It's a, balmy it's, a, night. It's, a, it's a blistering fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got to love Melbourne Yay, in summer. summer. Yay. <laughs> 94 days of summer. It's <laughs> just not for the next two. <laughs> <laughs> but this weekend's supposed to be marvellous, It my is love. indeed. So yes, we it should is. be very grateful. Now, Brett. Yes, my love. Who's our guest tonight? Well, we've got a, a joyster we coming do. on. We do. I'm We're, very excited tonight because... We- I have to say, yes. As if you haven't heard the show before, we are a talk show where we bring in a member of the community and they get to choose four songs that best tell their story. And I'm not saying this because this person's in the studio as we speak and yes. we'll be introducing her in five minutes. But these are my four favourite songs that any guest has ever picked because this is the lady that sees you out from a Sunday and it says goodbye to the weekend. On, yes. It's Barb it's- from... Triple X, X, normally heard on Joy at 10pm Sunday nights. 10 till midnight, and it's songs for a generation. It's Generation X songs, all 80s dance and wonderfulness and fabulousness. Yes. Now... You always get to choose the first track. I do. And because I listened to Barb's show a couple of weeks ago and she played a song, it was Renee and Angela, I'll Be Good, and it reminded me of, oh my God, I hadn't heard that song for ages. Yes. So I pulled up the CD and played it and this next song came on next and it's one of my favourite songs from the 80s and I realised we'd never played it on Chatterbox. Absolutely. And can I say, I love the SOS band. It is an anthem. Yes. And I defy you not to get out of bed and, oh, you're probably not in bed because it's nine (laughs) o'clock. Good as. Good as. But just get up off the couch and have a little bit of a boogie. And when we come back, we will introduce our gorgeous guest, which is Bar from Triple X. So this is the SOS band with Just Be Good To Me. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9.
You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. And that was one of my favourite songs from the 80s, which was the SOS band Just Be Good To Me. Do you know who else it was a favourite song of? I think it might be Dean from Northcote. The lovely Dean from Northcote sent through a message saying, OMG, my love. <laughs> I love this song. The original and the best. Thanks for playing such a classic. It is so fabulous. Dean, I have to tell you tonight, my dear, we have a lot of classics because we've got the fabulous Barb from Triple X, normally heard on Sunday nights on Joy Between 10 and 12, but she's in the studio now. Oh, welcome to Chatterbox Barb. <laughs> That's it. Hand claps on, Freddie. <laughs> it just, it took me, I don't know, two years to find out that we've actually got that in our archives. <laughs> Barb, welcome to Chatterbox. Thank you so very much, guys. Now, Barb, we met, I think it was during... Radiothon. Radiothon. I believe it was Radiothon. Yes. And we sat at the desk together and we did waited for phone calls that didn't come. And I've heard your, saw your show... Many a time, I think I was saying to you earlier, I, I take myself off to bed sometimes <laughs> on a Sunday night, and your show's on around 10 o'clock. It is indeed, so 10 it's to perfect midnight. for me. And there are so many songs that you play that aren't top 40. So tell us a little bit about your show, the type okay. of music people can expect to hear if they tune into Triple X. All right, Triple X Songs for Generation is its full title. Yep. And so it's the, the music that we in Gen X grew up with. Yep. So the time frame is strict. 1975 to 1995 yeah. and I and I went with that even though you know obviously Gen X people were born much earlier it starts in about 1965 but I've reckoned that the oldest cohort in the group started to become cognizant and maybe get their own music when they're about 10 yeah um, and then I ended it in 95 because that was when like I got my first real job yeah <laughs> and I consider myself <laughs> an, I was no longer even in childhood yeah. any longer um Man. It's that it's that time of like we were Andy and I have spoken about this before. It's all, it's almost that time where the really popular music that you like and what get then gets played on the radio or downloaded. You go, what's this crap? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I say I was thinking about it earlier, and for me there was probably one point. It was probably the early nineties where a whole genre of music yep. came out that I was like, oh. I'm not the target audience for this. And it was grunge. <laughs> I, was like, I know almost nothing about most of the 90s. Like, I, I do include up to 95, the long 80s, as I call it. But uh, but I don't know very much no. at all. And what I do know, I generally don't like very much. I think that's why they made friends and I didn't feel it was too occupied. <laughs> So oh what time goodness. is your show on? Um, I start at 10 p.m. and I do two full hours. At 11 p.m. I do a six-pack of Australian music. Oh, wow. Um, six Aussies, usually with a theme. Yeah. Um, so this coming week it's going to be all LGBTIQ Australian oh, artists. Oh, brilliant. Um, it isn't always that, obviously. Sometimes yep. it's, you know, bands that start with S or, you know, things from 1983. Or, yep. um, so it's always a six-pack of Aussies at 11. Because you've also got a... A, a, a won't be beaten type of promise, don't you? <laughs> I do have a promise that I will it? not play the same song unless it's a request. Yeah, um, in the same calendar year. So how hard is that to come up with oh two hours of music with no repeats in it? It's not that hard, really. It's twenty years worth of music, I and and I don't play, you know. 
all the hi- I play I'll play some hits obviously yeah. and I take requests um, if I can dig out what they want yeah. I will play it um, but it's it's really not that hard because you know if you think about even just like Prince yeah. um, put out what 15 albums yeah. in that time frame yeah. and each album has 12 to 20 songs yeah. on it and so and every artist is like that um, how many so- album tracks do you actually play as opposed to the hits Bob do you get that mix right? I don't know. Some weeks some weeks I discover that I've played, you know, gosh, I think they've heard of everything that I've played tonight. That's a mistake. Um, and then there's times when I'm like, I'll, I've, I got into a kind of a punk night or something, yeah, yeah. and nobody's ever heard of anything that I've played. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's a real kind of grab bag yeah. of yeah. long 80s. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox Night with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Barb, only on Joy 94.9. Whatever your tastes, you'll find it weeknights on Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Barb from Triple X on Joy 94.9. Songs for a f- uh, generation. Generation, absolutely. Barb, I actually just want to quickly pick you up on the tagline of Songs for a Generation. Of. Of a Generation, of a generation. sorry. That's songs right. of a Generation. Yep. Because one of my... One of my favourite bands is the B-52s. Okay. And they did this quite bizarre electronic album, and one of the songs is Songs, songs for, for a Future, future generation. generation. And I was just thinking, I wonder if I wonder if they're sort of a little bit connected. <laughs> <laughs> certainly, yes, the B-52s are one of my favourite bands, and it's certainly like the gayest band out there with four <laughs> out of five members having come out. Um, it, it's it's not an impossible connection. Did you ever hear what happened at Fred's coming out press conference? I he did. called Fred Schneider, um, one of the singers from the, the Bees, uh, called a pref- press conference in the 90s and said, look, I just I'm calling this press conference because... Um, I just want to announce that I am an openly gay man. And there was a pause and a silence. And everyone said, we thought you were already out, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't news. Tell us something new. (laughs) They were like, you got a new album, you're touring. No. No. (laughs) You might need to go back in and then come out. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but then I think, oh, that's really great that, you know, everyone's just like, you oh, know, he's gay. There's, yeah. a, there's no issue. So yeah. it's great. Now, Barb, a big part of Chatterbox is you get to choose four songs. Yes. And obviously music is a big part of, um, you know, for, for, for the show that you do. So it's yes. a big part of your life. But let's go back to early days and growing oh. up Barb. <laughs> um, growing up Barb. Uh, well, Barb grew up in, talking about myself in the third person, um, I grew up in a very small town outside of Buffalo, New York, which is about 30 miles south of the Canadian border at Niagara Falls. Um, but though we did move around a bit when yeah. I was a kid. We, yeah. we didn't move to this town until I was seven, so I had to change schools uh, between uh, first and second grade and then we left again when I was 10 um, and we spent a year in Little Rock, Arkansas which was like the worst year of my life yeah. and the song that I've chosen for my childhood song is from that era um, and then we went back to the little town and so I I had 
um, a, a, a sort of a disrupted childhood because you'd make friends and then you'd go and then you'd come back and they didn't quite know what to do with you because like you're the new kid but yet you were here before yeah. um, and through this whole time you know I'm a little baby dyke and um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and you know you're madly reading uh, do you guys know Ann Landers or Dear Abby oh yeah no no yeah. no, no, no. Sort I heard of advice of, columns yeah, and yeah, there yeah. was this kids magazine called Dynamite and there was an advice column where kids would write in and I'm always I was reading these advice columns like where's the girl who wants to be a boy where's the girl who sees that the boys get to stand up to pee and they get like better shoes and they've got better clothes I don't know about the better shoes nowadays I think women do have better shoes nowadays Bob built to last my mother okay built to last maybe (laughs) when I when I was three I must have been four three to four because I was on my first bike and my mom bought me these like girly little sneakers and I went and I rode my bike and I dragged the shoes and on day one I killed them because I wanted the kids with the rubber toe <laughs> the boys kids and so she gave in and she bought me the kids with the rubber toes oh, um, well. <laughs> it's funny you say about moving around because we lived in a reasonably remote-ish part of it wasn't remote it was like 25 minutes walk away from the other kids at school okay but we lived across the back from it was a, a place where military families lived okay and they, they were Sort of, and go. Absolutely. <laughs> and they would sort of be there for six months and they'd go away and occasionally they would come back type thing. But it was yeah. quite odd. But two years later, they would turn back up. You yeah. Know, be best friends with them over the summer holidays. <laughs> I and was then, that kid. Oh, really? <laughs> we had, we had um, when I was at school, there was two, two guys that I knew. One had gone to Germany for two years and one had gone to England for a year. And both of them had come back. And although they 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 gotten back, you know, they, they they assimilated again. They struggled for a long time because it was such a huge culture shock. Yeah, coming back to to Australia after travelling as yeah. well. So, were you so. a big family? Do you have many siblings? Or? No, no, we were. Um my mum, my dad, my brother, and my grandmother never lived with us, but yep. she was sort of integral in in my childhood. But that's really it. Yeah. Um, and my dad married my mum when I was like eight and adopted my brother and I, because my brother and I are full siblings yeah. and we're my mother's kids, but the guy I consider my father um, adopted us. Yeah. And he's the one who, well, he's not always the only one who moved us around. <laughs> we, we moved around before him too. Yeah. Um, but there was, there was always a sense I've spent my whole life um, avoiding intimate sort of friendship circles, yeah. the way that I don't want to be in anybody's immediate click. circle or yeah. click I like being on the periphery and I don't know if it's because I was always on the periphery and I've learned to like it yeah. <laughs> or if that's just who I am but uh, it's uh, you know Australian especially women talk about their deep friendships and they're friends with people from high school and they share like stuff that I wouldn't tell a friend yeah. like, it's just not your them. thing yeah, yeah it's just my, my, my thing so tell us a little bit about your first track and my, why you chose it my first track Take a Chance on Me from yeah. ABBA and you're not going to mock me for how I say ABBA are you the way no. that Australians I do I can't mock anybody for the way they say anything <laughs> <laughs> are you going to mock I me thought, I thought Andrew was from Manchester the first time that's how <laughs> muddled his accent is so it's okay Bob okay well, you're okay. A, you're in a safe space. I don't space have to here. say ABBA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ABBA, as Abba. the band is known. Um, yes, and Take a Chance on Me was the first track by them that I knew and love. And um, it was a, actually, we were traveling around and uh, staying with friends of my parents. And um, he's a dentist and he was odd 
Um, yeah. And so we, we called him Dr. Weird um, in that American way where you have to have a, a, a parent, yeah. like adults, you can't use their first names. Yeah. Um, and you can't just call them like that weird guy. Um, so he was Dr. Weird. Um, but he had the 45 of Take a Chance oh, on wow. Me. Oh, wow. Um, and like, you know, my parents would go out and do stuff and they just kind of left us in these strange people's homes. And I played it over yeah. and over and over again. And then when we got home, we got the eight track cassette of the oh, album wow. that included oh, wow. that. You remember with the eight track cassettes, you could play, they would, there were eight tracks, but they were in groups of two, two by uh, four by two. I just remember they were enormous. Yeah, but Take a Chance on Me and Eagle played yeah. together. Because this was and, the album, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, I and, love Eagle. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Um, I almost played that one, but it's really long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Take a Chance on Me was my first love. And the year that we lived in Arkansas and my life was a mess. I was so miserable. Um, oh. And uh, Eagle... Uh, yeah. and take a chance on me like I would just lay in the living room floor sobbing with the headphones on um, and oh. singing and I'm completely tone deaf and so my parents thought I was suffering even more than I was <laughs> um, but you know the words to Eagle are like you know you're yeah. flying Absolutely. away and the wing like of an eagle. Yeah, yeah, that and whole thing. that was taking me away from my life oh wow um, well here it is now Abba or Abba, Abba. with um, take a chance on me you're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest Barb on Joy ninety four point nine. Listen to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest Barb from Triple X on Joy 94.9. Now, my love, yes. we've had a few messages. We have indeed. Now, we've had a lovely message come through saying, Great music, Brett, Andy, in brackets, love Liverpool. We'll get back to that. And Barb, <laughs> dancing around the Liverpool, around the Liverpool, around, around the living room, love Fran. Now, Fran. Fran. I'm just, I'm not from Liverpool. I'm actually from Cardiff. I'm not offended in the slightest. It's just. I've got probably the roughest, most guttural Welsh accent you'll ever hear, and I get confused for Liverpudlian all the, the time. The first time I met you, I thought, I was like, are you from Liverpool? And Andrew's, Andrew was like, <laughs> no, I'm from Cardiff. I said, you don't sound Welsh. You're supposed to be all like, oh, look at the weather, and all of that. <laughs> or orange crayon, as we learnt the other, other week. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it all went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bob, that was your first track for the night, which yes. was Arbor, Take a yep. Chance on Me. Yep. And you were saying when you were growing up, you moved around quite a bit. A bit, yeah. Um, you had some 
bleaker moments. <laughs> there were bleak moments, it's true. But it wasn't a bad childhood. Um, it was just a bit more, you know, on my own yeah. than, than a lot of people's. Um, the, the neighborhoods we lived in often didn't have people my age, or if they did, they were, you know, clicky girls who I didn't want to hang with anyway, yeah. and, the, and the boys were got to do the fun stuff in their fun shoes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the part of the show where we ask our guests about their coming out story. Right. At what point did you come out? Um, it's like for everybody, it's a process. Yeah. And so I came out to myself when um, when I was 12. Yeah. Um, I, I was a jock, and I was at a basketball basketball camp and at 12 I was the size I am now yeah. um, which is just over 5 foot 10 and about um, 145 pounds yeah. so I was a big kid yeah. um, so at 12 they had me playing basketball with the 15 to 17 year olds wow. Wow. Um, and uh, you know I'm, I just turned 12 yeah. um, and you know I don't know if you probably guys probably don't know but when girl athletes all the coaches are lesbians yeah. um, and you know we talk about them and we pretend that we aren't lesbians, or at least we did back in yep. the 80s. Um, and in fact, this was 1979. And um, because I was playing with 15 to 17 year olds, one of them, you know, we're joking around, uh, mocking the coaches and what. And one of them, I don't know, jokingly or seriously, said, yep. um, why don't you come back to my room and we'll make out? And this little light bulb went off at the top of yep. my head. It was like, oh! <gasps> That's it. Oh, wow. I don't want to be a boy. I'm a lesbian. (laughs) I'm one of those people we're mocking. But it didn't bother me. Like, people talk about, like, I'm currently reading Magda Shabonsky's autobiography. She had a tough Tough time. Um, Whereas I never had a tough time. I'm like, oh, okay. I stopped reading Ann Landers and Dear Abby and Dynamite, like, advice columns. Because I'm like, oh, okay. I know what it is now. I have to get older and leave my little town. Um, But I didn't actually. That's that's quite a realization to come to at the age of 12. 12. Um, and, you know, I I did have a, a good supportive family. It's not like I came out to them yet. Yep. Um, but uh, I, I I was just biding my time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I got my first girlfriend. You know, I didn't have to wait till. So I came out to a few people and then I went off to university and started coming out more generally to friends and stuff. And then after my first summer at university, I was like, well, you've got to tell your family, like, yeah. Yeah. because, you know, you're 18 now. What are they going to do? And I knew my mother had always said, I'm your mother. You can tell me anything. Now, it turns out maybe that wasn't quite so true. <laughs> um, but you can um, tell me everything except, except for this that, just little one thing. Yeah. So I sat her down one night and told her and um, and, you know, she was a bit shell shocked and she told my dad and um, they were like, you know, we're taking you to counseling. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with me and yeah. they went and saw they talked to somebody who sent them off to a counselor who was like a Catholic priest I'm like what are you doing what? but oh. but he turned out to be brilliant and he told them well clearly she trusts you there's nothing wrong with her yeah. if you need counseling you know I'm willing to talk to you but don't make her come yeah. and so wow um, it was it was relatively okay and then we didn't talk about it again for a few years yeah <laughs> I love it. We've spoken about it. It's not going to be discussed. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't need to. Like, my university girlfriend would come and visit me, and we'd sleep in my bed in my room and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know, I never said, Mom, I'm having sex under your roof with this woman, but... Do we ever need to say that? Yeah. Really? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, we don't. So it, it went okay. And, um, you know, as soon as I got my first real job, um, the day that I didn't... 
I didn't tell them when I was applying for the job or when I was yeah, interviewing yeah, yeah. for the job. How they didn't know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but they didn't. Um, and when I turned up for the first day, I was like, you know, this is my partner, Michelle. And everyone's like, oh, hello, welcome. <laughs> um, we didn't know there was a partner, Michelle. Yeah. Like, um, but there was. And um, we don't, were- don't you also love it when you put people on the spot and they try to be cool yeah. with it as and well? And they're like, no, 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 no problem. No, no, everything's great. <laughs> and these were lefty academics because I was an academic. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. They, they, they probably were very cool with it. But I did find out afterwards that if I had, it was a very conservative university where yeah, I was yeah, working, yeah. that if I had come out, they probably wouldn't have hired me. Wow. Um, they told me. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Um, and so I'm really glad that I changed that for everybody who came after yeah, me. Absolutely. Fantastic. Hey, uh, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Barb, only on Joy 94.9. A little less straight than other radio stations. Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the lovely Barb from Triple X on Joy 94.9. Now, my love. Yes. What's our show about? We are a talk show where we bring in a member of the community and they get to choose four songs that best tell their story. We have a bit of a chat. We have a yes. lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of laughs. A lot of, lot of laughs and a lot of, lot of fun. <laughs> and our guest tonight is the lovely Barb. And before we went to that long ad break, <laughs> you were telling us your coming out story. Yes. Which I think sort of leads into leads your into this second track quite beautifully. <laughs> when, um, when I had this first girlfriend when I was in high school, uh, we used to sneak me into an all-women's bar in the yep. city. Of, the city of Buffalo is a very dikey place because oh. it was steel mills and stuff like that. And after the war, yeah, um, yeah. women... Like they sort of donned men's clothing and continued working in the steel mills and the car plants and stuff like that. So wow. It's a real, it's a real dyke town. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And so there were lots of places that were women only, very strictly women only. And yeah. Mixies was our favorite. And I can say Mixies. it because it's not there anymore. Um, so it's not advertising. Um, but uh, every night they would close the bar with this track that we're about to play. And so even though it's not a lesbian song, it, it is in my mind. And I think it's divine that we've had it's so fantastic. many genera- Generation X gay men on, but it's taken a lesbian to choose <laughs> It's Raining Men by the Weather Girls. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest, Barb, on Joy 94.9.
Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Barb, only on Joy 94.9. That was the gayest song we've ever played. Can I say, it made me laugh because we were talking in the break. I used to perm my mother's hair when I was 13 to that song and I, the, literally the smell of perm solution came back to me. And she didn't figure out I was gay for years. I had to literally scream it at her. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> my love, yes, we've a got few a more messages. Through. We've had another one from Fran come yes. through who thought I was from Liverpool earlier. And she says, I took a chance on Liverpool, but Cardiff is great too. Eee, that's cracking our kid. <laughs> and beautiful Champagne Breast has sent through a message saying, I love the show, boys, and hearing Barb's story. You had me at where the weather girls guys <laughs> love Sally Streisand, oh. <laughs> dear friend of the show, aka Champagne Breath. <laughs> My goodness. Now, Bob, tell yeah. us what happened next. You've gone to university. You've got a job at the university. Yes, I. Well, you know, from university, I was in. A, I, I did all sorts of travel, and I lived in the UK, and yep. I lived in Hungary, and then I got oh, a PhD. Wow. I lived in, and I've got a PhD, and I got an academic job, and moved to California. Um, and this was whereabouts uh, in California, Stockton. Which has been voted by Forbes magazine as the most disgusting place in the United States. <laughs> oh, uh, really? It was the first city to declare bankruptcy after the 2008 crash. Wow, that's quite the oh, mantle. Wow. Yes, yeah. When I when I first was interviewing for the job, I looked up in a guidebook, and you know, back when we looked at books, and and it said lock the doors and keep driving. Oh, <laughs> no. But I went for the interview, and it really just wasn't that bad. Yep. There were charming parts of the town, and you know, these are white people who are afraid of brown people. Oh. And because the city oh, was right. filled with brown people, and um, they, which meant fabulous restaurants, yep. Mexican, Southeast Asian, yeah, yeah, Filipino, yeah. Um, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, I was I was clearly destined to move to this little campus in Northern California, about eighty miles inland from San Francisco, um, because there I met uh, my current partner, um, who is an Australian and had was finishing off her degree um, at Deakin, and you know some study abroad person was like. Um, you can finish, uh, pretend like all these campuses in the U.S. are Deakin. And so uh, after having, you know, traveled for many years and lived in Europe and lived in Turkey and done all sorts of things, she was finishing this degree. And so rather than backpacking, she was going to do a formal study way of being in the U.S. Okay. Um, and she was there and she and I arrived on this campus on the very same day. Oh, wow. Um, she was a new international student who was going to be there for one semester and I was a new faculty member who was there to teach for life. Um, and we eventually met and she stuck around, did a master's degree there, got a job there. We worked together. We played together. We are together. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. How long have you been together? Um, we figured it out today. 18 years, three months, and two weeks. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Massive. Yeah. So, so love blossomed in the most horrible place in yes, California. Yes. Yes. Um, and on the most conservative university campus. Like, we were the first people when this campus was forced to um, allow same-sex partner um, health care and other benefits yeah, because yeah. It had a campus in San Francisco, and San Francisco had passed a law that if you do business in San Francisco, you have to offer same-sex partnership oh, wow. benefits. Yeah. And so on our campus, um, we're like, well, let's test this theory. And so I went into human resources and like, I want health care for my partner. And they're like okay. <laughs> but they, they came around and they gave me a lollipop for being the first one to ask for it. <laughs> you got to love American politeness. 
So we were like the poster children for, you know, gay stuff. And every student on that campus who ever came out for the 10 years I was there was sat in my office at some point and, you know, sobbed their story at me. Because for a long time, I was I was it. Yeah. Um, Certainly, I wasn't by the time we left. But um, and so we got together and um, we we she had an office in one of the residential hall she she lived in the residence yeah, yeah, it was yeah. her job to look after this residence and i had an office right next door and we thought we were so cool and the students wouldn't figure out that you know <laughs> oh bob they knew oh sweet bob <laughs> they all knew and i um, love that i love that you've brought love and joy to stockton and in all fairness right. to stockton bakersfield's a pretty shitty place in california yeah. i think that sort of is worse than stockton no no, apparently not. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Barb, only on Joy 94.9. Australia's most amazing gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chat- Joy. <laughs> you're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and that lady. <laughs> And our wonderful guest, Barb, on Joy 94.9. Oh, she's always butting in that Joy lady. <laughs> Bob, yes. your next track. Oh, it's yeah. a gem. It's a gem. Yeah, it's Jimmy Somerville's <laughs> You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. It was it was our song when we first got together, my partner and I. Yeah. Um, and we 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 danced to it and we I, I, I don't sing because as we've determined I'm completely tone deaf, <laughs> but I'm the be- the best lip syncer <laughs> like ever. Um and so we would be driving in the car and this would come on and I would, you know, be mouthing all the words and apparently uh, that was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, Bob, I was expecting Michelle shocked, a little bit of KD. Oh, God. No, Ooh, no not at all. No, this is all know. music that I I uh, know. Yeah. I- not only do the guys get better shoes, but they also get better gay music. <laughs> 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 let's, let's admit that who doesn't want to listen to Jimmy Somerville over KD? Well, you can't. Like, I love KD Lang, but you can't dance to KD. No, no. No, my goodness. No. And then we got to see him, Jimmy, play live at Brighton Pride in the UK. Oh, wow. Oh, awesome. Um, um, so he's he's our man. Well, look, without further ado, let's just spin this. Get her out. Rich. Get her out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest Barb from Triple X on Joy 94.9. Listen to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our wonderful guest Barb on Joy 94.9. And that was such a wicked track, wasn't it? No, it was, my love. It was. Hey, we've had a couple of messages sent through whilst that. And it's the fabulous uh, John of Hawthorne. Evening, team. What an awesome show. Barb is an amazing guest. So interesting and an A to Z of classics. Love, love, love. Well, thank you, John. Oh, thank you, John. There's Hawthorne. more classics to be had Sunday nights, 10 to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Evening Boys. Great track, Barb. We just love the music. 
hearing your stories, Bab, is making us making me feel like we're travelling back to the States. Chris from Yarraville. Oh, Again, bless. friend of the show, Chris from Yarraville. Oh, my goodness, my love. Yes. This is your favourite night, uh, favourite part of the show. It is. It's out of the box where you ask our guests some embarrassing questions. <laughs> it is. Question number one, my love. Bab, who was your first celebrity crush? The, 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 the longest-lived celebrity crush and probably one of the first, uh, Julie McCoy from The Love Boat. Oh, yes! yes. <laughs> Pre-cokehead pre Julie. Pre-cokehead. <laughs> she still has the, the, the perky tomboy haircut and the little shorts. And I'm a sucker for blonde hair, blue eyes, yeah. like... There you go. And, Bob, did you ever want to go to the promenade deck or the Lido deck? <laughs> Any deck. What's the one that had the shuffleboard? I think that was the promenade okay, deck. Okay, promenade yeah, is yeah. my place. I think when they threw in Lido, it was to say, you're on the shit deck. <laughs> but we'll call it the Lido one. The Lido one. My love, next question. Now, gorgeous child of the 80s. And anyone that, that went through the 80s <laughs> usually has some absolute monstrosities. But what's the worst thing you've ever worn, Barb? Well, there, there's so many. Um, but I remember particularly, and I don't know why I thought that this was appropriate, but um, a good friend of mine and I were taken into the city of Buffalo to see Culture Club. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Culture Club had a particular sort of, well, I didn't own any of the right clothes for that. And so <laughs> somehow I thought that wearing my sort of Long John bottoms, yeah. um, which are obviously sort of men's long John bottoms with a yeah. Y front sort of thing, um, and a, da- a business shirt of my dad's um, with a belt around it. And, um, you know, I did sort of sugar in the hair to make yeah. it kind of stand up. Yeah, and of course, yeah, it was yeah. permed because it was the 80s um, <laughs> and that sort of thing. Um, but how I thought that this was an appropriate outfit. And do I point out that it was Buffalo and it was the middle of winter, so it was probably like zero Fahrenheit, which is so cold Celsius, I can't even begin to imagine Maybe how this cold. Is the, the long johns <laughs> But no pants. Like, you know how we say now that leggings are not pants? Well, long yeah. johns, not pants. No, underwear. Underwear, Bob. <laughs> and, oh. Uh, and um, oh, and I haven't even given you the best part. Um <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it seemed appropriate that there was um, an extension cord as a necklace. Oh, lordy. <laughs> <laughs> it was, all, I, it was I, the decade of self-expression. Y- yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One final question, my love. Now, this is, I love this one, but it, it can be quite telling. Yeah. <laughs> What's that song in your music collection that you love? You know it's terrible. You'd die if you were, if anybody knew if you knew thought anybody knew it was there. But Reba McIntyre's "She's oh. Single Again." Oh, oh. Bob, <laughs> Reba, 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 Reba. Um, and, <laughs> and I can't even say that I love it. But I worked at an amusement park one summer, and they had two albums that they played incessantly. And one was Reba McIntyre's album that had "She's Single yep. Again" on yeah, it, yeah, and the yeah. other one was the Supremes' Greatest Hits, um, which is a great album. Yep. But not eight hours a day, every day yep. for no. uh, a summer. Um, and so at some point, I later in life, I'm like, what was that country western song? And I bought Reba. <laughs> I was going to ask, what format do you have it in? Do you have it? <laughs> is it digital? It is, is it digital. CD? Yeah, it is digital. <laughs> no, that was, that was almost the breakup of our relationship when I found out that Andrew liked, um, what was the new country um, station on cable? It was you quite oh, no, liked. Well, I, I don't mind country and western. Yeah, oh, and I was yeah. a bit like, this ain't going to work. But only women. 
Can't oh. stand country and western men. There's something horrible and bullish about them. Country and western women love them. There's yeah. just there's yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> as the Australians say. Yeah, but no, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest Barb, only on Joy ninety four point nine. Joy. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest Barb on Joy ninety four point nine. Now, Barb. This is your final song for the night. Tell us a little bit about it and why you chose it. Well, I chose, uh, and everyone's going to be shocked, so sit down. Um, <laughs> this, this track, I don't even know what year it's from. Is, is it this year? Well, I, I think, think it's, it's now. 2015. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's 2015, 2016. Yeah, it's, it's a very now current, song. Very current. Yeah, it's a current song. And I know it because it is a cool down song in one of the classes that I do at the gym. I'm a mad keen cyclist yep. and I do a lot of cycling at That's the gym. That's where I've heard it as yes. well. And it's the cool down song to a Les Mills program. Yes. Um, and I <laughs> fell in love with it. It makes it brings a bit of a tear to my eye because um, I, I'm of a certain age and like you guys, I sit at home a lot with my partner and we just like each other more than we like anybody else. Um, and, That's not um, always true in our household, Bob, let me tell you. And, you know, we both did a lot of travel earlier in our lives and um, yep. but now, you know, it makes me feel like I'm traveling but we're sitting at home. And, this one's for her. This is a beautiful song and such a lovely way to finish the show tonight. Um, any final words tonight? No, just look, thank you, Bob. You've been a wonderful guest. And if thank people you. want to hear more of your fabulous music, they can tune in at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night. Yes. And occasionally Fridays, uh, 7 to 9. Fantastic. Yes, we are. Fabulous. So thank you so much for coming on. You've been a great guest. Thank, thank you. you, Bob. And Australia, we'll see you next Tuesday. Absolutely. Good night, Australia. Drinking in Paris It's like we're kissing in Rome It's all the places you take me When we're just here Sitting at home You make me feel out of place Cause I feel like my whole life's kinda changed Service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.